Hello? Is anybody there? Oh! Hey! We're in. <laughs> it's Kane and Jake and Nina and Ross. I am Ginger and I'm the boss. This is Jake, the man with the headset, looking like Britney. But she's free. <laughs> <laughs> so and good morning to you too. Yes. <laughs> Jake, you look so important today. I know, right? I know, look at the, the I've got the buttons. <laughs> you look I so important today. You look like a proper, like... Tech dude. No, gamer. 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 <laughs> AKA virgin. <laughs> Fortnite, 23 hours a day. <laughs> What's this? What's that on my side? This is my move faster pad. <laughs> you There's so many words I want to say right now. But <laughs> In English? Hey. Uh, wow. <laughs> It's an exciting day today. This is our first podcast in like a month. Yeah, so long. You might have been listening to them every week, but we ain't been doing them. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a backlog of episodes, guys. We've still got two episodes to release. Yeah, so for, for all you know, this is like, this could be released January 2023. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, you are, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dope. We got... Obviously, everyone knows the Nina Benina Brown in the building. Woo! Fans go wild. Yeah, we love you. And then, obviously, we have, which some of you may have listened to on a, I was going to say recent, but it wasn't that mm. recent, was it? On a past episode, the wonderful Ross Clifton and me and Jake. <laughs> <laughs> we back. What's up, guys? Thanks for coming in. Mm. Thank you for having me. It's okay. Just pull that mic yeah, a little, little bit closer to, to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know you've got a loud projecting voice, like. but imagine you're just going to lick yeah. it. Even All right. Okay. Don't, lick it, Don't lick it, though. No, because normally I lick that one. Right. Got you. Just that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jake licks that one. Then <laughs> 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 we spit on it from laughing. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're in. So, how's life? How's things? How's things? We've got Ross. We've got AKA Link. Have you finished tour now? Yes, I have finished. I'm on a... Uh, a month's holiday, we'll call it, but uh, training and doing different bits and uh, yeah, and just coming back to a bit more normality instead of weekly touring. So for those who don't know, Ross was just doing Hairspray UK <laughs> tour? Yes, UK tour. Yeah. As and a, Ireland. And Ireland. Yeah. yeah, you're not allowed to put that UK in it because it's not the UK. No. Uh, and you were Link. Did you have fun? It was great. Because I feel like I, we, we spoke just before you started mm. or did you just started? Uh, just before. Just before. Yeah. Did you enjoy the tour? Yeah, I loved it. Living my best life. How was tour life? Intense. It was hard, and especially we were the the first tour coming out of the pandemic. So mm. we were sort of setting an example of trying to work out how to actually tour whilst whilst during a pandemic. So we were performing to um, like half capacity audiences for about the first month, and then everything opened up, and it was like, whoa, this theatre is full of people right now, mm. and that was a weird feeling. But mm. it was no, it was great to um, to have that opportunity to get back to work performing to people in masks well rehearsing in masks so it was singing dancing in masks you had to rehearse in masks yeah it was brutal I've, I've never that was one of the hardest things was doing like nicest kids in town which is a five and a half minute number right. while singing the backing vocal and then i would have to come on and sing it takes two which is linked solo but i'd have a mask on in the rehearsal room and so you you can't breathe properly and you can't right. project properly and you're you're knackering your voice um yeah. And because we got all got COVID, well, not all of us, but about 12 of the cast got COVID in rehearsals, we had to go straight onto Zoom rehearsals. So we only did one week rehearsal altogether. And then we had to go and open in Plymouth. Wait, so you rehearsed what? on Zoom? Yeah, we did like one and a half weeks on Zoom. So we did one week in person and 
only about four days of that people lasted. <laughs> the choreographer trying to stage it by moving. <laughs> yeah, like, no, how does that even your work? window? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we all turned up. We all turned up and learned things on the wrong leg, and we were like. Oh no! Because oh, it, it wasn't mirrored. Yeah, well, yeah, but you'd still get confused. Like it was. Cause you spent the first two years of your training doing stuff <laughs> on the wrong leg, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> My two left feet. <laughs> yeah. So, but that was so that was an experience in itself, and I don't know how we got through that, but we we managed to still put on a a really good opening night. And then I think we we did two weeks in Plymouth, and then had a week off, and we used two days in that week off to go over everything just to make what sure was, we were what was all... the first show like was it an absolute shit show it no it wasn't you know what i i think everybody we, the audience were with us because they wanted to watch live theater yeah we were there because we wanted to perform so we just thought whatever happens when we go out there mm. we've waited a year and a half to do this <laughs> yeah like, and they've waited a year yeah. and a half to see they've been watching shit from their tv screen mm. and yeah. not leaving the house so they're just to be honest it could have been the worst show ever people yeah. would have liked it I, t I tell you, you know what, what I mean? actually is really funny is if you go on YouTube, it's they have that somebody has recorded an illegal version of the first show that we did. Fair play. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's hilarious because I hadn't been told that the drummer's going to play four beats or no, three beats before you start your end note and it takes two. And so I went straight in and then the band didn't come in and the drummer just went boom, boom, boom. And, and you just see me completely muck up. <laughs> but it was opening night yeah. and I just went two <laughs> it was so funny but that's on youtube there you go that's a fun one to watch definitely looking for that definitely. later <laughs> yeah. i'll find I'll it have that playing up yeah, here yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the post yeah no we're definitely going to do that <laughs> yeah i'll find it and send it to you guys actually it's um, hilarious and how long were you touring for a year right well 10 months really yeah, yeah it felt a, like a year but that's a year yeah rehearsals. i watched you in southampton mm. and you didn't know i was in you thought I was in the next night. Yes, I did. Yeah, God, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you got that wrong when I blatantly said I'll be there on this day. <laughs> but it's fine. But I was very proud of you. Appreciate that, bro. And it, it was weird. Like, and I've said it to you on the podcast before, mm. and I'll say it on this one. Like, you were such a shit dancer, like, in your first year. So mm. to see you, like, roasting steps and being, like, the only one, one of the only ones, adding a groove to, like the choreo and stuff when like you, get you, away you just it. see like <laughs> like you're singing it and you're dancing it but you're like oh no he actually can dance mm. like you're not just doing moves mm. like you're actually dancing it and singing it i was like yo you've come the longest way bro <laughs> appreciate that but and i think that's it it's important with musical theater it's good that we had such a, a good foundation from training at wilkes um from learning from people like you and even when i left and go and doing john's class who i know you talk about mm. on here and adding that flavor to just standard jazz choreography or musical theater choreography. And I, I, I was, I remember I used to try and get away with it in rehearsals and I just wanted to see if Drew or Lindsay would say anything to me about the amount of extra flavor I put on it. Mm. Because I thought as Link, he's the best dancer on the show. That, that's what You're that, meant to be the guy with all the so flavor. So I thought yeah. I can afford to add a bit of groove if I want to. Yeah. And he didn't say too much. Mm. And then and then if, if, there, if I was going too far, they'd tell me when I could pull it back. But I enjoyed being able to put my own my own little spin on it, especially where you can't stop the beat because me and Seaweed come out together and he's uh, one of the record shop kids and they've got way more flavor and way more groove than us nicest kids. And I was like, uh, to the direct, uh, resident director, I was like, but I've picked off the flavor from him. So now I can do the flavor, right? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> so, he's cool and I'm copying him. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what I used to say. But no, no, appreciate that, mate. No, man, good times. Very, very proud of you. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so what's next? It's a, it's about a, I think for me it's going back to training. Who's it? <laughs> <laughs> Who let the dogs out? <laughs> um, I think it's going back to training now and 
because we had so long in the pandemic and then going for 10 months straight into a musical theater jazz show i think it's about again working on those areas that i haven't done so doing your your intensive on on sunday at the moment getting back into training my hip-hop and commercial styles which i haven't done in must be like three years now um so i'm really enjoying that and then also knuckling down on a lot more acting training and experimenting with all that side mm. and um and then probably making a dive into london in a couple of months and just being dom, immersed there. Dom, dom. <laughs> the, the london dive the london dive i feel like everyone just like we have this thing where it's like everyone goes oh, i have to go to london mm. and we've mm. said it before like i really don't think people do I think no it's a, i think it's a, if you can do it and make it affordable like that you can live there without having to spend all your time earning money to mm. be there mm. then it's worth it yeah but like yeah. I, I see so many people you're right bro yeah. i see so many people that like move to london and then they're like i spend all my time like working a job to afford to be here and i'm like then that defeated the point of you yeah. going yeah like you may as well stay home and like not pay rent <laughs> and <laughs> just travel in yeah. once a week mm. like and take four classes in the one day as opposed to the four classes spread out over a week that yeah. you would have taken yeah i think you have to go over game plan and if you if you know what your game plan is um i think that's the set it's just that's when it's a sensible time to go like i haven't gone and i graduated what, five years ago and i haven't had but to you have been time. working since i have yeah con so you know yeah. it's not like you're going and being struggling you've been actually yeah on a cruise or doing shows and touring yeah and but i also did have opportunities where i i could have probably moved for a couple of months say but now I'm at a point where I know where I want to be mm. and where I want to be in each area and I know what I need to do to what I think I need to do to, to get there. So I can mm. go to London with the right mindset knowing that I need to earn this amount this week with some savings that I've got from touring to keep a, a lifestyle in London where I'm still training and not just focusing on trying to pay the rent. Yeah. Okay, so here's my, here's my question. Did you actually save money touring? <laughs> well, you say, not a lot. <laughs> you know what and, no me either respect yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing with well we're going on to another subject here but uk touring i think is not up to standard with international touring or town is different to, um because you're set in one location so i think you can save a bit but no you can't but it's, it's still because you're paying to commute yeah. in and out of london every day and you're paying london rent mm. and you're like you like let's be fair like you ain't going to town to do your show and go home you're mm. gonna go in and get a coffee on the way or you're gonna have dinner in town yeah. or you're gonna go for a drink after the yeah. show and you're paying london rent mm. do you know what i mean so you might get paid a little bit more but your outgoings are yeah more as well yeah like and then i i guess it's the same with uk touring like for me and i imagine you were the same it's like you have all day in a town where you're not from mm and so much time to kill waiting for your show so it's like what do you do like we just spent money yeah we're looking for things to do we're like okay we're gonna go to the gym cool then yeah. we'll go for breakfast or we'll go for breakfast then we'll go to the gym then we'll get lunch then we'll get a coffee then we'll do the next thing you know you're like oh it's a 50 pound day like yeah. and then you'll be like oh let's go for drinks after the show there's another 30 quid 40 <laughs> quid spent and you're like oh I make fuck all and that's the thing as well like when you when you're in a show like we we are is the only thing to do after a show the only place that's open is a pub yeah, Weatherspoons. Or a nightclub. Yeah. And, there's and you always, need to wind down. And there's always a Weatherspoons <laughs> opposite the stage door. Yeah, there's always. Like, I don't know how they managed to place them there, but there is always a Weatherspoons near stage door. And you're like, spoons? <laughs> like, we used to finish the show, we'd do bows, and we'd literally go, spoonies! And we'd all be like, off, and it'd be like a race, first one to Weatherspoons. Yeah. Like, trying to get it just before you, so you can get the last food order in. Mm. So they finish at 10. Yeah. We saved none. No. And that, 
Yeah, and and compared to international touring, you get a per diem every day. So you get given. I remember when I did Japan, and I, and that was something that I raised with Equity. I said that I don't understand how I did four weeks in Japan. And I saved the same amount as what I've just done UK touring for 10 months. Mm. I said, I can't get my head around it. And I said, I said, it's something that needs to change. And because they gives you, they give you a, di a digs list and the digs list is so out of date at the moment that half them don't do digs anymore. Or they give you Airbnb to look at and they're charging you what, like 350 pound for your own accommodation for the week. And you get given two, six, five. I think that's standard touring mm. allowance. Um, and they were going to put it up, but then they brought it back down. Um, after the pandemic um, to 265 when they were gonna put up to 295. And that still isn't enough to get your own place and actually have for a week. No. I, 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 most of my tour, cause I like, I like trying to save my touring allowance and, and I thought to myself, all I need is a bed cause I'm hardly in there cause I'm out doing yeah, the yeah. show or, or I'm traveling somewhere. And um, I would just be staying, say in Shirley from Sheffield's house, who's 78 with, with a cat. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and that would only cost me a hundred quid say. Yeah. But that that is the lifestyle that you sort of live whilst you're touring And I think performer. people like, you'd be like, oh, I bet it's so glamorous. I bet you get to stay in like, mm. like I was trying to think of a glamorous hotel then, but like no hotel, it's not even that glamorous. No. But if you're in a hotel every night, you know, it's quite nice. But it's like, no bitch, we can't even afford to stay in a travel lodge. Mm. Like, it's like, we're staying in some yeah. digs with a family or like with yeah. an old guy. It's yeah. just nuts. Like it's, I don't, it's so dated, it's so old fashioned. Yet the companies who are putting these shows on are rinsing it and reaping mm -hmm. all the benefits. Yeah. Like, I'm so surprised that you have to find your own accommodation. Mm. A like when you told tours. me about when you were going to go on tour, you had to find your own. I was like, what? Like, surely that's something that's set up for you. Yeah. Because what if you can't we find accommodation? Other countries exactly. that they did it. So I'm like, because it's in the UK, then you find your own. But then when you're away in another country, it's done for you yeah you, that, was that, yeah like, so that's that like you? that's a thing that they have to look after you when you're abroad so yeah. they'll and it's just because you get the per diem every day that pays for your food and drink mm. and not that that paid for me if i wanted to go out somewhere and so all the wage that i was earning went straight into my bank which it's actually wage. probably is too far the other way in a way that i should be spending a bit more whilst in touch but no but no, they but should compared, be paying for everything whilst yeah on the road. but compared to uk touring it's so far the other way that you it's impossible to save um, but I did save a bit, <laughs> but um, yeah, not a lot. That was the pros of Dream Boys is like we had a tour bus. Ah, yeah. Like, and living on a tour bus, people would be like, oh, that sounds fun. It is for like two days, but for four years. Do you sleep on the tour bus as well? Yeah, slept right. on the oh, tour wow. bus. Like 10 stinky, musly, <laughs> testosterone out men on mm. a bus. Like not the place to be living. We yeah. had fun. Mm. It was basically our little party bus. But like... Do you know what I, mean? I can like, imagine that getting really draining really quickly. Like, no well, sleep and... No, no, like, it, in all due respects, like, they're a great bunch of lads. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And everyone kind of respected each other enough that if someone was trying to sleep and we'd be loud, if you shout, yo, shut the fuck up, mm, like, they'd be like, sorry, yeah, bro, we'll go in the back room. Like, everyone was really, really, like, respectful in that sense. Yeah. But, like, it's not very often that you go to bed and if everyone else is up. Like, we would have all had, like, a couple of drinks, so even if they're noisy, you ca crash out. But like we saved money as in like we never had to pay for accommodation or even mm -hmm. figure that out. It wasn't even a thought process. It was just like, what time do we get to the bus yard at the beginning of the touring week? 11 a.m. Cool. What time do I get home on Sunday night mm. or on Saturday night? Like 2 a.m. Cool. That's all I had to think about. Mm. You know what I mean? And then food and that. But it was such a win just yeah. being able to mm. 
travel like we would travel through the night on the bus which some people would hate but it was kind of cool because then you're like you wake up in a new place mm. Mm. you know what i mean you just got to hope the theater's open so you can go and have a shower to start your day mm. like that was a massive win of having a tour bus obviously downsides to it too that it, you're sleeping on like a coffin bunk mm. but <laughs> you get used to it yeah but like that i remember when like people would be like oh we have to find our own digs and i'd be like oh i could never be that organized but also no, it's just an it. added stress yeah like imagine if you're yeah. still like on the edge of trying to find somewhere and then you're like but i've got a show in like two days and yeah just like freaking out well i think equity calculated that the uh, the average is three to four hours a week that a performer looks for accommodation really? on a tour that's that's no that's you should be paid for that time yeah mm. exactly and that's something that i think it just really needs to change <laughs> yeah, yeah. that has got to change I um, also like think from like a man management standpoint like it doesn't show that you care about your team mm. which like, we not, prioritize not, first over absolutely. everything that's our number one like, like I said to you earlier like team first everything mm. else second yeah 100% and like you're creating a culture from the get go that you're out for yourself do mm. you know what I mean it's, it's not creating a team dynamic no so there's more levels to it from like a psychological perspective than just stress of it it's like i don't know it just doesn't yeah because then say, say right. we're all in the same cast and like none of you've got rent no none of you've got somewhere to live and i've managed to find somewhere banging and it's cheap yeah it already creates that oh, oh they fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 they always get the good one <laughs> or like you know what i mean like there's that already creates that resentment or that dynamic yeah <laughs> if Every, i was tour, i'd be asking you i'd be like need that <laughs> yeah <laughs> genuinely You're organized. I, I, I would i would be the guy where i'd be like i'd just find who i'm closest with and be like less buddy yeah, yeah. but just, then that creates a divide already do no you know what i mean I, yeah but that's inevitable I'm not saying like, you're we all lived wrong. on a tour bus bro and we all had yeah, the yeah. divide like that that happens mm. like you find your people that you even though you're all a team you still have your people that you resonate with more but this is a bigger divide because then it'd be like well we've got somewhere to live mm. you guys figure it out yeah yeah and because i got i hate the faff of it so normally when i start a tour i get my credit card out and put the deposit down on theater digs booker for about the f like three months worth at least of accommodation and then i so that's like what five pound each on deposit mm. really for for accommodation and i book out most of my three months so i'd be staying by myself for at least the first three months yeah. and everybody used to go to me ross where are you staying this week because they'd be so intrigued to know because i would have <laughs> As Booked I said, Shirley from Sheffield. So that was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and they'd all be staying in there. Shout out to Shirley. <laughs> was it Shirley? I think, do you know who actually I think gave me that name? I think Leanne Pinder. I remember her messaging me and she she said Shirley, no, from Shirley from Sheffield, I think to me once. She goes, staying in Shirley from Sheffield's house on a UK tour. And I think that's where I picked that up. So, <laughs> so glamorous. <laughs> like, But then, okay, so what if like there's a celeb on the tour? Yeah. So, you know, like, like Jay Quickenden does a UK tour. Like, yeah. Mm. But I guess he's probably being paid 10 times more than you are. But he ain't staying with Shirley. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. Gemma Collins, if she's on it, I don't mm. even know if she, she was doing the one, isn't she? She's doing some sort of show. Yeah. Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. That's not tour that writes in town. It's tour. Mm. Oh, yeah. we all know she ain't staying with Shirley. No. Like, that's what, annoys, <laughs> that's what annoys me. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. bitch. Like, he's grafted for the past 10 years for this job. She's just come off a fucking TV show. <laughs> Granted, she's going to sell more tickets, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that... Was, be, some of the... I, I just do know that, that some of the celebs in these shows, they don't necessarily stay in the bougiest places you would have mm. expected. They're well, still... Jake slept on the tour bus with us when he did Dream Yeah, Wars. that... and uh, But he's, he's special. He's one of a kind. Like, he's... Yeah, it's not everyone's like him that mm. I've met that are like is celebs. he on Footloose at the moment uh yeah yeah 
we were meant to go watch him the other week and then the morning of I got a text saying Cast is sick and I messaged him saying who's got COVID he's uh, like I'm fine <laughs> <laughs> no I've heard that show's really good because it's an actor muso version um, I don't have a clue what that means act and musicians so they play instruments and act and sing more uh, so like where you'd expect a dance break I reckon they're doing an electric guitar solo with probably some dancing uh, but they're all musicians my friend Ben's in it he's incredible he's one of the best singers I've ever heard in my life shout out Ben Jones is there much of a, a wage gap between different roles in a yeah, piece? with the celebs yeah Right. I, I don't think I can divulge some of the, the wages of... I won't name them, but I remember when I did Panto. <laughs> this oh, yeah. Is an Pan, ideal. Yeah, yeah. But I, I covered a lead and I was one of the dancers and I think for a show he was on £500 a show mm-hmm. and I was on 760 a week and we right. did two shows a day so he'd be on a grand That's a day it. and I'd be like... Yeah, so you're and, and he was hardly on stage. So, but... um. Compared to some of the other performers in like recent tours, that the, the names, I don't think there is actually as big a divide as what there used to be. Right. I think it's closed down. What now. about like in town? Like back in the day in town, if you were like mm. Alphaba, like you are making bank. Yeah. Like I'm talking like 15 years ago, like you are making bank. Like is that still the same if you're a lead? Hmm. I'm not. Well, I, I'm not sure for a role like Alphaba, but I would say the wage has gone down just because the demand of performers is so many performers out there that would take the role for a, a smaller way <laughs> yeah free. Like for free yeah. and uh, idiots yeah, <laughs> that i think that they have brought it down quite a lot and I, and i actually i've spoke to a couple of people that i know in soaps and they said that wage has actually come down a bit compared to what it used to be mm. so i think there has been a bit of that just because everybody wants to be in show because mm. it's a great industry to be in um but um yeah i think it has i think there is a big difference between ensemble and Especially ensemble and leads. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so this comes on to my topic of the day. Go on. So, I want to have a conversation of who, between us all, we figure out who is more superior. A Jake or Kane? <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh-uh. That's on camera too, you. Well, take that <laughs> Clip, to grave. Reeled, saved for <laughs> <laughs> I just got six days of free work. <laughs> um, who is more superior? Um, controversial. People are going to hate it. It's going to annoy people, but mm. I don't give a fuck. Who is more superior? A musical theatre performer or, a, as we know, even though it's not a style, a commercial performer? More superior? Yeah. Who do we think is more superior? What do you mean by... Well, let's wait. just go. Let's, let's dive well, into it. There's loads of different factors, though. Yes. Because you could say, so what like... what are they? Okay, like... Um, <laughs> it's so hype. I love it. He's like, let's go. I love it. Like, not Drama. Like, like, stability. Is that what I'm trying to get with? Yeah. So, like, you're more stable in a musical theatre. Only if you're on a job. If Yeah, if you're on... Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're talking yeah. about if income. On, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so because you're on... If you book a tour, okay. you're there for longer. Okay, so each... Th- each th- okay, so let's... Okay, let's, 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 let's go. Let's find the category. Each, no, no. Each each thing we bring up, mm-hmm. let's weigh out the pros and cons of both sides. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. so the first thing, income, which everyone goes, I don't do it for money. Yes, we do. <laughs> like, <laughs> might not be the first thing we do it for, but we certainly don't do it yeah. for nothing. Mm. Although sometimes companies pay you like it's for nothing. Yeah. Right? Um... Pay okay. Exposure. In- income. Yeah. <laughs> Experience. Uh, income. Yeah. So I think you're 100% correct. If you're on a job mm-hmm. in musical, say you get 10 months of guaranteed income. 
But then mm. also, if you did a commercial, you're getting bank. Yeah. But also, mm. if I worked for an artist for 10 months, mm. I get in two shows while Ross gets in a week. Mm. I, was, I was about to say, how much like more do you get mm. for so say, like like an, an artist show versus like, an, like a... Uh, well, so on a touring, a touring wage, you're getting like essentially, if it's paid correctly, like you should be rocking like a minimum of a grand a week. How many shows? Normally like four. Okay. Mm. And you do two shows two, a day. Well, no, no. Two shows on a Thursday and two shows on a Saturday. Like I think four. Like I kind of, like you're an artist ain't going to do more than four shows a week. They'll really? be battered. Mm. Mm. Like Little Mix ain't doing more than four shows a week, surely. Maybe mm. five at the most. But they're going to need mm. a day off or two days off yeah. in between. And if you think they've got to take an entire set down, move it, mm. just like you would in a musical. Yeah. But like it's a bigger thing to set up and move. But you're getting like minimum a grand a week. Right. And you're only doing one show a day. Mm. Mm. That's a lot more. What time would you have to be in at work? Would you have to be in like... On a tour? Yeah. Not as early as yours. No. No. Do you not have to do spacing or anything? Well, you'd have to do like re-block if someone was injured. But I I doubt like... Because we have a set time that we have to be in. Yeah. Just if anything. And Yeah, if anything goes wrong, you have to do re-blocks and shit like that. And I guess you do want to tour with an artist. I just think it depends who you're working for and like what it is. Like when I was in the States and I toured with Jackson, like our call time was half hour before the show just like oh really anything else wow. like there was two dancers like we didn't need to re-block like <laughs> <laughs> there's two dancers we'd just be out like doing fun shit all day yeah like Only two dancers yeah so warm-up would you have to do that yourselves um yeah but outside of oh. I, and again i guess it depends depends what like choreographer or artist you're working for like some uh, one choreographer or dance captain might want to do a company warm-up mine mm. have done no company warm-up no <laughs> <laughs> Even when they're meant to do it, I wasn't doing no <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I guess... Like, in musicals, pros- you got to be in at six to do your company warm-up. For a 7.30 show. Uh, yeah. But I know this is the thing. I get told that's... like I've done a couple of jobs now, and it was every time six o'clock, and, and people tell me that's really early to be in. I'm always, like, it doesn't seem early. Well, obviously, yeah, musical-wise... Half, half, like, yeah. I don't feel that's... I think that's to warm up and and respace if somebody's off or but surely you get told in the day like someone's off come in i know like, but sometimes they pull out day. like half an hour before the like 40 minutes before the show do you know what they're called <laughs> <Arsenal>. <laughs> they do that because like they use right? the warm up to experiment like see what their body's feeling like and then they go i'm broken and then leave but they are supposed the cut off call normally for theater i think if you just have an evening show is like five yeah you so gotta yeah, you got to give people five. a heads up for sure. But sometimes people don't. Well, you, I guess if you injure yourself during warm up or something, yeah. that's different. Um, yeah. So financially, I think you know the likeliness of you if you're a musical theatre landing a ten month contract or a longer contract is a lot higher than commercial because there's mm. so many more like musicals or shows or tours than there is touring artists. Mm. Mm. But I think. If you take a full-time working commercial dancer or a full-time working musical theatre dancer, I believe that a, in a quote, commercial dancer would earn a higher wage. I feel like there's going to be a, I don't a know. counter here. I'm not sure. Just um, Yeah, if we both work the same amount of days. Does, so what about... F- so, so I just know so many musical theatre performers that are working doing the films as well, like the commercial dancers. Yeah, but that's doing... classed as a commercial. So that does that like, move so even just, though yeah. they're musical theatre dancers, but they say they're doing the cats film. Yeah. Would you not class that as a musical theatre performer dancing the commercial 
I know it's a film. Film and TV crosses yeah. into commercial, no? But I don't... Because we can't take it off style of movement. Okay. If we're taking it off style of movement, then Thriller isn't a musical theatre right. job. Neither's Six. Mm. Neither's Hamilton. <laughs> neither's In the Heights. Because yeah. they're all hip-hop steps mm. and choreographers. Ooh. I think also... <laughs> I think also in musical theatre, if you're an ensemble member, you'll... So say... That, that those are the dancers in in theatre. Um, they get a cover fee if they go on as the lead. Yeah. Uh, and say if you're working for a company like Disney, mm. you're earning huge amounts of money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going on. Yeah. And and like like some I know some of the covers can earn up over a grand and a half for one show. Uh, no, for a week. Oh yeah, that, that's dope. But if I'm dancing for Justin Timberlake, I'm mm. making two and a half grand a week. Mm. Really, two and a half dollars. But how many people are dancing for JT versus? Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. But how many covers are there for Disney? Mm. There's only like two Disney shows. Okay, so if let's take like the average dancer. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the same thing. It's like the level, like level of artist, and then there's like talking about level of shows. Yeah. Yeah. So let's take the average of every. So the average working dancer, the average wage, etc. We're going off equity minimum here because we're not going to do that. Yeah, but <laughs> also, musical theatre has lost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but also let's not go off equity minimum because it's the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah. Because can the fact that it says equity. equity minimum. So it's like the minimum amount you can earn per day or per job or per rehearsal or per hour. There's like a minimum that is put to it. And so it's then like what, a minimum wage but for dancers. Yes. And then what right. companies do is they go, we're, we're applying with equity minimum. And it's like, okay. So that's like they're paying you minimum wage basically. Yeah. And they yeah. make it out as if they're cunts. doing like a good thing. They're like, no, no, cunts. Like, <laughs> making it out like we're doing a good thing like oh we're right. paying you equity minimum it's please dress, understand it's word dress please up, understand what you just said after equity i know yeah you just said minimum so when i come am i going to give you my dancers minimum, minimum. Yeah. yeah or do you want me to give you the most mm. because the way you're paying me is you're paying for the lowest version of me so therefore you're getting a solid 45 percent like <laughs> and then there's fringe agreement as well which cool. is even less Fringe agreement. Yeah, yeah so if you've so got a fringe, like you get paid theater. more. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you got Bieber back in 2007, <laughs> you're making bank. <laughs> making peas. <laughs> no, like, but I think fringe agreement is all right in a way because it's more for new work, like new shows, like the Edinburgh Fringe, where they're experimental shows or they're shows for people like, it's great for graduates to do them to gain some experience, but they do pay a lot less. Right. Like you're on 350 for the week. Like the ho- I think but the how Hope m- Mills. What's that down? It's like a, an hourly. <laughs> an hourly? God, yeah. how much is that? And <laughs> wait, <it's laughs> you're right, there, Kate. Yeah, I just did a fringe job and died of starvation. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I know fringe, fringe, but yeah, it's I can get in a G-string and podium dance at a nightclub for 150 pound a night. Where? <laughs> <laughs> I work this year don't pay. <laughs> yeah. I, I work at tape in London and check it out. Tape. <laughs> yeah, so like how much how many hours are you work in on a, this fringe agreement for mm. 350 pounds a week? And like how common is this? I don't know. Well, I've, I haven't done a, f- a fringe show to be fair, but because you're not an idiot. <laughs> but some of these shows they'll do and that's the other thing in theater that I it does confuse me sometimes is that we get you get paid less for rehearsals. No, no, that's not just theatre. That's oh, everything, and I'm with you. And I just like why am I getting more paid? Hours. Why am I getting paid less for eight hours work than I am for two hours? 
but I get it because essentially you're, the spectacle is what you're getting paid for, right? It's the yeah. Thing that people watch. But I'm with you because it doesn't make any damn sense. And also the producers probably don't have enough money come back yet. And also <laughs> rehearsals are boring and stressful and the show is fun. Yeah. <laughs> but you've done all the hard work in the rehearsal. Well. <coughs> yeah. I say the show is fun. Yeah. It depends what show. Yeah. <laughs> like I've done some not fun ones too, which I should have got paid more for. But... Um, yeah. So yeah, financially yeah. we agree. Commercial wins, right? No, <laughs> you just told me that people work for three. No, but a this week. is yeah. But there's different levels to. But I know commercial jobs. I remember being offered a, a job last year. And it was two two hundred. You just held back on what job that was, didn't you? I can't say. I that. saw no, that. You were allowed to say the job. Say that. <laughs> it was a video game, and it was two hundred and fifty. Um, I think for the the day a full day and i was like i can't do that because okay, i'm with you yeah but that's also still a yeah. hundred pound less than you were getting from a week for being at fringe yeah, so why mm. why can't you do 250 for a day i'd work well do you know why I, d- I actually chose not to because it was when dancers network were posting all the time about what the the, the mm. minimum were dancers and that was network rates are higher now than they were so 250 I, when i was working was like the show rate that's what you get 250 150 rehearsal 250 show whereas dancers network we love you. You are the best. I wish you come around earlier. Thank you, Lily, Erin, <laughs> Richie, Claude Mar, and everyone else involved. Public shout out. Love you. Um, <laughs> you're doing a miracle. They changed the the equity minimum mm-hmm. to a higher rate. It's, I think so it's it 460. Now it's like four something. 460. Yeah, and I messaged. So it's different depending on what kind of job it is. So an right, artist right. fee would be different to a commercial fee, or it. So what kind of? I know you can't say like what brand it was, but what sort of commercial? It was, it was job a vi- was video it? game back in dancing. Um, the artist on the video game and they wanted two dancers to do it and um, and and I, I thought about it because I actually worked <coughs> with them before mm-hmm. and then they gave me that rate and just because Dancers Network had released that and I thought no look I'm not going to do that because I think we need to stand together mm. in a way and I thought so I'm e- I, I, basically me- though, and basically I knew that I agree with the statement I, I, said, hey, I yeah. applaud you my oh, friend and I, and I thought take notes yeah. people this I, is didn't, I didn't even <laughs> post this on Twitter guys I didn't even yeah. go for the attention nobody knows about it this is the first time I'm ever telling anybody so, uh-huh. so in and exclusive <laughs> well Ross Clifton turns down job <laughs> Real. not pennies um, yeah and and I basically I sent them a nice email back and I said look I've I've read what my my equity are saying with jobs like this. So if you pay me that, I can do work for you for four hours. I said, but I can't do 12 oh, hours. Nice. And I said, I could learn it in f- four hours. I, like you're paying as dancers network. They say it really well on their Instagram page that we, you've, we've trained three years and most yeah. of our lives to pick up choreography in four hours. We mm-hmm. can, I can learn a three and a half minute number in four hours. So just pay me for that and then go away and then I'll come to the filming day for you. But they couldn't do that. And I, and I remember the first time I did the job, I was like, I'm faffing around all day. <laughs> I was like, it was like, I've mm. wasted so much time. I thought. Yeah. But the, the, mm. the hours thing isn't for you, it's for them. It's for the production yeah. side. Because like, like a music video, like you dance mm. for probably an hour and a half. Yeah. You're there for 12 hours. It's because they've got to figure out all the camera and the lighting and all that yeah. shit. Um, but good for you for turning it down. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. Do you, did you regret turning it down? No. I, I probably would have... When the tax comes into it, travel, all that, I probably wouldn't have made, I made like 60 quid exposure? off it. <laughs> no, yeah. And, and then it comes a point with that, doesn't it? Yeah. So, okay. No, go on. You excuse my ignorance. Like two, 250 to me, it sounds like a, a decent day's wage. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it is a decent day's wage, but not to promote a computer game. I think for 12 Is it because hours, of the, it's, it's not the actual, like the work involved for you, it's the caliber of the product that they're And the exposure they're getting from you. Right, right, right. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So like, it's, it's scaled on the 
the scale of the company. Not yeah, the if a company's making a million and I'm getting 250. Okay. Like, I'm with you. Okay. okay. And like, also, that whereas it would be achievable if I'm an independent artist and I can only afford 250 for my dancer okay. and they said yes and I'm making fuck all, then you go, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I was going to say, like, let's say I... But this is back in the day. 250 now, if you're a professional dancer for your show fee, isn't enough. For your show, so... For a show fee or a recording fee, 250 isn't enough. So how much would you be expecting? Whatever the minimum of Dancers Network require now. Which I don't know. Like 450, 450, 460, okay. I think. Which, to me, again, makes sense. Like, if you're training for as long as you have and, mm. you know, like, it makes sense to get paid. Yeah, you, you're paying sort of for wage. that person to be available as well. Like, if you're booking this date in advance, I have to make sure that I don't audition for something else. I'm not doing a, another tour um, or a, a job. I have. To, you're paying for that day to be free, and and I think that that comes in a way at a premium because mm. <laughs> of why. Because if the I got current off, potential yeah. lost work as well. Yeah, right. exactly. So, <coughs> I, I'm still going with commercial wins on this. But only if you're like working, because an okay, can I have one more question? An, un this? an unemployed MT dancer is the same as an unemployed commercial yeah. dancer. I think as well, being MT performer, I this is going to probably spark up another debate. <laughs> but I think I think your your skills in a way give give you more access to um, muggle jobs in a way. So like a singing barman in London is very popular at the moment. That's yeah. probably what I might yeah, go into play. for a bit when I move to town. Play. That you can do that skill. Also, it allows you if you've got the teaching qualification there or dbs you oh, can go teach teaching. singing no, you can teach. go teach teaching is i'm just saying when you're out we're doing on teaching I, I roast everyone <laughs> <laughs> so you know between me and josh warmby like we're killing the game on the teaching thing and we nmt <laughs> so like we can't include that <laughs> okay so last question on finance then so how many jobs in the uk are available for mt dancers versus commercial dancers oh. and then average your wage into that Obviously, we won't actually run the numbers, but do you see the questions? Like, I'm sure, you don't want to. I know. <laughs> I know you like numbers. Sixteen point four eight percent. Okay. Had this conversation. But do you see the question I'm trying to ask? Like, how much work is available for MT dancers versus how much work versus commercial, and then how much is available for wage, and how much is available for wage on commercial side? You can. I'll go. I don't care. You go. You got any opinion? No. I, I think. This is going to travel over into another conversation. Okay. okay. But I think the difference is, like, if you're, you put yourself as a, here you go, haters, put yourself <laughs> as an empty bracket. You're like, I'm an empty dancer. Like, what, <coughs> does, what does that, what does that mean? Right? So what's your skill set? So like, if you remove singing and acting out of the equation mm -hmm. as just a dancer, what do you offer that a commercial dancer doesn't? Okay. Nothing. Okay, so we we're talking right. like jobs. So that so so jo so on a dance on a job wise, if you want me to do the same musical he's in, but not sing, sing. I can do mm. it. But but I'm not using you, but I mean mm. an MT person can't just jump in and do Chris Brown's show. Right, but a commercial dancer could jump in because okay, the level this, of this is going to start a whole other debate. So we'll that's, come that's on that's to this. That's why I'm saying because I know cross. we've discussed this off air, so I know where you're going with this. So let's yeah. we'll come to that. I'm like I'm like questionnaire today. <laughs> you go, you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how much? How many jobs do like on a percentage basis or whatever is available for MT dancers? Like jobs that you were just on. Yeah. Versus like strictly commercial dancers. I think if you include cruise ships as well, then like MT yeah, well, stuff. This is what I'm finding hard. I'm in a way difficult to differentiate between commercial dancers and MT performers, just because I know so many that do do both. both. Yeah, and yeah. that's why. And that's and and there are a lot of the working MT performers that also. They they are commercial dancers as well, and um, but 
yeah and you're, you're including ships and all that as well and there is i always think this there is a loads of work out there like for performers i think there is a lot but it depends on what area you want to go into and right. i don't think one's better than the mm. other but i think because i think go away to greece and work in a resort for three and a half months that's great and you're earning a decent wage at a five-star hotel and you're pe performing every day and you're you're in a, a, a luxury average wage place but you're, you're still but you <laughs> but probably you're everything else you're right yeah. you're probably saving a lot more but money you're but you're, no, like you're not yeah, doing, yeah. you're not paying for accommodation as well you can yep. still yeah, put you true. on the hotel campus um uh but you've but probably, you might probably also got duties to do like yeah. show people to their rooms or like yeah you might pool. have that yeah so <laughs> what I'm hearing as someone who's very on the outside of this is there is more work if you are MT more MT based yeah if you can sing an act I if you can sing it opens act. up more doors which MT would kind of carry across to Mm. Okay. Well, it, not kind of. It does carry across to you. But I know commercial, commercial, uh, commercial, commercial. <laughs> I know commercial. Sean Connery. I know, um, I know um, commercial dancers though that can sing, and and they're getting. I know a couple of friends got offered like some BV vocalists and dancers, mm. which I don't think MT. Well, I think MT performers could do that, but I'm just saying they had access there because they'd worked as a commercial dancer to then go into mm -hmm. backing vocal, mm -hmm. doing backing vocals for these artists. Mm -hmm. So I think there is equal. I, it's a real hard one to weigh up the <laughs> MT performers aren't commercial dancers because I just, like Hairspray, the first tour of that, most, majority of the cast were commercial dancers. Mm. Yep. Mm. Go and look at every yeah. West End or commercial film that you watch. Yeah. Or musical yeah, film. Yeah, a lot of them. I feel like I know where Kane is with They're this They're all argument. commercial dancers. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's But isn't show that because choreographers are commercial choreographers a lot yeah, of Yeah, why? Because they're better than the musical theatre ones. <laughs> right, right. Okay, before we come into this, so money, where are, we, where are we going? More money as an MT or commercial dancer? MT. MT, Nina? Oh. I think I'm, you... I'm not Nina. Uh, okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is overall, If you're constantly it? working, yeah. I'd say commercial. But we have to look at it as an average. You can't so look at the highs So if you're just like a five, if you're like, a five yeah, out of ten across the board, yeah, probably yeah, yeah. MT. Because he's... <laughs> you hit a B flat on a Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> you learn a number in four minutes. <laughs> anyway, I think because yeah, also there's the you can, it's hard because there's so many different sectors to the industry. Like I'd say, like if you're gonna do like an advert, that's commercial. So you can like do like a few days work and make and, a year's salary. It, yeah. Yeah. That is. If yeah, they're very well. you can still be an MT and do that. I know yeah. that's the thing. I know, they all cross but it's classed as a commercial job. No, you have a commercial agent for that. I was talking. Agent. I was talking to my mate the other night, and his mate booked a Jurex advert. And he got, but he's an MT performer. But he had the facial expressions. Mm. He got paid. I'm not like actually. This. Yeah, legit. Not the one. Have you seen the one with the skittles going everywhere? No, they did. It's a skittles advert, and it's a guy in Holland. I, We'll tag this in the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> the video. <laughs> but oh my god, the skittles go everywhere. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you got paid Wait, like twenty grand, and then the next year, Russia decided to reinstall the advert. Boo! I know, boo. But you got three grand put in his bank account. Yay! Again. <laughs> <laughs> so he's basically supporting Russia at the moment. No, I'm yeah, it's like, but he's an MT performer. It, yeah. There is a huge crossover yeah. at the at the moment, but more than ever, mm. and yeah. that's that's kind of what made me want to have this discussion. Yeah, because I feel like people try and make it like, oh, I don't want to like, because I teach a lot of dancers, right? And they'd be like, oh, I don't want to do commercial. I want to do MT. And this is my whole thing is like, but why? 
like I, what, why are you saying I want to be this and not that? Yeah. Because the, the crossover is now more than ever. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of students worry that they need to put themselves in a, bra- in, a, in, a in a bracket they're like oh but i want to do both but i don't feel like i can do both but you it's can like, if you're good enough yeah mm. i think again it's important to have a focus make sure remember you have your goal um and then and then see what builds around that because i think mm. i'd know from my personal experience i think it is very difficult to keep up the standard of both that's mm. why i'm training with you on a sunday at the moment because i haven't done it in ages and so mm. to get myself back up to the level that i was mm two three years ago is is mm. is a push at the moment like i'm mm. tricking again i'm doing all this because you just lose that if you haven't done tricking in four mm-hmm. years and that's and yeah I d- but that was because i was focusing on my singing and my singing voice has never been as good as it is now i'm acting as well okay so i think it is hard to keep the standards of everything mm-hmm. up mm. but i think if you have a focus it's good. okay so let's let's now look at it as so financially i feel like we're we're at, we're at a split I think the answer is it depends, isn't it? And the answer is yeah. always going to be it depends for everything. Yeah. Mm. So I don't think there's a, a, mm. a right or wrong. But hey, I'm still going. I, I vote my way, you vote your way. But yeah. hey, I'm biased. And then, so let's say, okay, like ability. So like who's, a, who's, higher, who's like at a higher level <laughs> of dance? Because this is where... That's such a generalized comment though, right? Dance. Like... Oh, no, well, that's, well, let's okay, dissect yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Sorry. So like... If you're a, let's say I'm a musically theatre trained dancer, which I'm not, but let's say I am, like what skills do you have that someone who's not a musically theatre trained dancer have? Like besides maybe like you learn to do tap and you've done ballet and jazz. Can I ask a question? Go on. Question. What do we call commercial? Um, That's what you're going to say, right? No, no it's okay. just, I'm, this might, it's a bit different. But like when you do... A musical theatre show. What do you think about having a dance call first? I think it depends on the show. Because, like, say if you're like an amazing singer, but then your dance isn't yeah. great, then you get cut from the dance call. Yep. But then, what if you're a really good dancer, but then you're not that great at singing? You get through the dance. Call. I think, like Ross says, depends on the show. The right? show will yeah. put the standard what they want. If, first. if it's thriller, yeah. there's no point in them hearing you sing first. And that casting director's also seen your, well, hopefully would have, but there's so many people, your vocal reel, so they would have an idea mm. of what your ability is like and whether that would suit the show. But again, let's not take anything off vocal reels or show reels, right? Because that's not live. No. That's hours and hours of editing and mm. effort and practice put into it. So like as good as it's a good indicator, I don't think we should ever, just like we should never take someone's headshot as that's what they look like. That's what a lot of it is at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, because how many headshots do you see and you've seen the person and you'd be like, bitch, <laughs> you wish. Like, <laughs> it's the same with singing reels and it's the same with dance reels. You can go and find dance reels where you go, wow, they look incredible. But yeah, because they they've like shown you the bits times. they want you to see, yeah. Yeah. not the bits that you need to see. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But anywho. Sorry, back to your So point. no, I think that's a good point, but I think it would depend on the show, right? Yeah, mm. it just depends on what they're looking for and they'll... And they'll know if if you're auditioning for um newsies the dance round is gonna be <laughs> yeah. first yeah whereas <laughs> if mamma mia dance ain't really that well th- i think they do dance round first i know but for the i boys think they want to know if you do the box jumps yeah mm. that's what they that's what i know that i think they do like but it's not that it's not a super dancey no, show no, is it no no i remember going to watch matt pigeon in it and thinking i taught this kid for three years to dance am i actually gonna get to see him dance today and I think I saw like one number and I was like, oh, he danced, yay. Like, what's the number they will come on in? Um, this one they come on with like this in the flip swims. flops. Yeah, flip yeah. <laughs> I always use that as my example. Like, do you want to be the person that can grapevine in Mamma Mia in the flip flops with a groove or without? Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to be the shit grapevine in flip-flops? Yeah. The good one. Yeah. The good one. <laughs> if you ain't grooving, you ain't moving, baby. Moving. Merch. Merch. <laughs> Message Jake to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, great. <laughs> He's like, buy me. Do I not have enough jobs? <laughs> <laughs> You're superior. Um, <laughs> yeah, so ability. Who do we think? Okay, is question. So how much technical dance, quote, is there in like most empty performances? Okay, so what are we calling technical? Like if we turns, really go, leaps, blah, 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 blah. I know, but it's because we call that technical is in because that's what like establishments as, as founded as like colleges or TV <laughs> shows. That's what we've classed as technical. Mm. But that wasn't first. Okay. Like, like dance was first, like social dancing mm. was first <coughs> so therefore that would be technical dancing because there's a technique okay. to that well, jazz, but, you know what I'm saying? jazz tech like so there's different ways of going down like down that route but as muggles or a society we know technical <laughs> i was just gonna say let's get my bong out because <laughs> 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 you got a bong <laughs> where's that back <laughs> we're about to go back to the caveman era isn't oh, it? <laughs> i thought you about to get baked i was like yeah. it's a bit early for that <laughs> <laughs> um, um but yeah, so a society, what we call okay. technical, you mean like ballet, ballet. contemporary yeah, dance, yeah. right? So how much of that goes into a musical? Well, there is a lot. A majority of musical theatre shows, because we're, we're going to go back to what, like the original legit shows, like shows like Anything Goes. and So you've got original like uh, classical styles of tap in um, those shows. And then you've got Matthew Bourne, so you've got contemporary ballet shows. And then you've, and then you've got shows like Newsies, which is ballet, jazz, really technically hard. Um, and Newsies is one of them. There are a lot of shows. Extreme. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Hard. It's like, they are, if you watch the Broadway version, it's come into town this year with, and it's a different choreographer. It's Matt Cole choreographing it, I, I believe. Yeah. And um, so it's going to be different, but the original Broadway version they are the like some of the best ballet dancers in America in right. this show, and they can all sing. It's like, wow, how are you guys doing that? Mm. And they're like spinning on newspapers and mm. back tucking off. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, there are there are so many shows that you you need an amazing technical base for. Um, like I'm not the best technical dancer. I know all the basics for all of it. And Hairspray was like a full on jazz uh, musical theater style show with a contemporary twist because drew mcconey choreographed it so it that had elements of that but i wouldn't say it was the the front of the show that you mm -hmm. because we were in smart shoes if we pointed our feet you still only go much. to about that <laughs> um, good day for my feet i think though the majority of shows you have to be very very technically good right okay which kind of does that counter like like if you were to do like a i could do hairspray you could do hairspray mm -hmm. and probably learn it in a day because my job is to pick up choreography as fast as I possibly can. You can learn hairspray in a day. Not singing, but dance-wise. Yeah. And that's the thing. Cause yeah, we, I we can't sing. I'm not saying that, but yeah. I said danceably. I could learn hairspray in a day. Mm. Yeah. Like, does your commercial well, ability cross over with, like, more technique stuff? Like, could you could you do the more technical stuff? I mean, I have a, a basic understanding. It. I'm not going to give you fuetes, but I can give you a solid double, which... Did you do more than a double? No, sometimes I whack out a triple if I was feeling it. If you're feeling it, right. That was optional, not required, yeah. right? Well, in the, in the finale... Don't tell Drew, but I used to try and whack out a triple at the end of the... 
and the, the layout the, dance keep break. it in the right accounts. Yeah, well done, Ross. Really proud of you. Three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I could like okay. because my job as a perform as a commercial dancer is to adapt. I think that's the bit for me. That's the biggest difference between like a commercial dancer and say a musical theatre performer is we're constantly put in a position where we have to adapt. Mm. So like, I will do a show in a week and I've learned six different styles of movement. Right. Whereas in musical theatre, they spend six weeks learning one style of movement, one show, yeah. and in a show as a commercial dancer, I will learn like say dance, dance, dance. When we did that, mm. like we were doing eight to ten numbers a week, mm. a week right. for Just three all months. Different styles, and that's more than an MT performer probably does in their career. Yeah, I remember like, I, I was doing um a tour, and it was um I won't say which one, but I remember talking to some people, and they were. They were saying like slagging off commercial dancers, saying that they're all divas and that, blah, blah, blah. and I just thought to myself, you guys have no idea how many numbers these guys can learn in a day, how hard they work to get to that point where they can learn these numbers in one day. Like as, I said before, like sorry, John, I know you hate me talking about you publicly, but John <laughs> learned Nicole's show in one day. We were talking about this, like one oh, day. day, like from me, not even with everyone, from me, and then did it on stage. Wow, like. Dude, that's like, incredible. He learned the partner work with no partner. Like <laughs> that's insane. Like, like it's not like partner work, like technical, but it's still like having to interact with a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like we did one tech run and then a show. Like yeah, guys, guys are gangster. Like that doesn't happen. Like and if it does happen in MT, like we, that, we, excuse my ignorance. I apologize, but it doesn't, <laughs> does it? Because you I'll, have a swing. Or you're... No, well I'll tell you. Well here we go. So with COVID, because the it was such a. Uh, people would suddenly ten, 10 of the cast would have it and you'd run out of covers we had one girl learn this Hayley shout out shout uh, out Hayley she learned the uh, show in three hours is wow. it she learned a, a complete track that she didn't know which is one of the lead roles Penny so if you know the but show. was she already in the show yes but but so this is no, but this is where I go on to the next one Gavin Eden who did the show five years ago came back learned the show in f- five hours and went on for a a, a part that he hadn't done in five years. Is that, is that including singing, like everything? That's singing, I mean, that is, that is phenomenal. Singing, yeah, acting. And, and it, it was, it, he was a multi-rolling, we have a, an older guy that um, normally multi-rolls. Um, I got multi-rolls. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> you got multi-Welsh cakes, you were saying yeah, earlier. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he came back in the day and he used to be dance captain on the show back when it originally went out. And he just learned, and I was like, I just remember seeing him side of stage just going over everything and it was amazing. He just went out there and nailed it. I mean, so gang- you do get gangster. Yeah. But also he's done the show before, right? But five years so ago. So he knows the music. He knows the story. Hey, dope, dope, dope. I'm not taking any credit away. Just a little bit. But, <laughs> but you could say that like, you, like John probably knew Nicole's music, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Except for like, don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? But like, Okay, but like you, you're normally going to know the artists that you're walking into, right? Yeah, sometimes. No, you, no, like, like yeah, sometimes you do, but like, uh, but that's what I'm saying. It's like mm. it's exceptionally that, but like a girl learns a new track in a show that she's already in, so mm. she knows the show, she knows the song, she knows the musicality. The choreo is probably not that much different if you're already in that. It's more the scenes, and that was that was <laughs> the biggest thing. It was and that's hard. The scenes, so yeah. you're just learning new spacing, right? Well, but you know, you're learning the lines. Yeah, I was going to say oh, the yeah. lines. Yeah. Are probably and, like... and, and, and that's, that's the... And that's, that's, that's where the I give the... But that's why I said danceability. 
Oh, <laughs> did I not say dance at the beginning? You did. Because the musical theatre, the selling point is that you can normally do all three. <laughs> yeah, I can act. Would a commercial dancer, do you reckon, choose more to be a musical theatre if they had the option that they could sing and act? No, but, I think they'd try and be actual artists. You reckon? Do you? <laughs> okay, that's a whole other conversation. Go I won't. On. I won't know. No, no. I was going to say, like, what sort of characters, as in, like, personality traits, do you reckon are more attracted to commercial versus empty dancers? Because you said about being the artist, which made me think egotistical fuck straight away. <laughs> so, like, do you reckon there's more a certain character trait which would go for commercial versus mm. empty? I don't know. That's interesting, actually. Like, I don't, I don't think it's true, but I'm just wondering, would somebody that prefers working by themselves rather be a commercial dancer and instead of working in a team because in musical theatre you're working together like for a year my, my draw to being a commercial dancer and what steered me away steered is that the right word steered steered don't look at me musical, <laughs> musical theatre person would know how to say that word properly how do I say it steered steered yeah it would steer yeah. me away steer what's, st- what steered me away yeah, yeah. wow why is it so hard what steered me away from musical theatre was like I could not bear to do the same show every single day mm. for 10 months right like, so I like would be, I, I'd be so bored. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, done it twice and I need to do something new kind of guy. So that's why commercial made sense because it was every week was a new challenge. Mm-hmm. As in like, I get to learn something new. Or I have to figure out something different or, you know what I mean? Get exposed mm-hmm. to a new choreographer or new scenery or new steps mm-hmm. or a new artist. Whereas musical theatre is not that at all. Mm-hmm. It's the complete opposite. That's why people end up in a show for 15 years or whatever because they're like, oh, I know this. It's comfy. It's good money. Yeah. I think for, well, for me, so I, I think it depends. Yeah, like yeah. when you say what kind of trait, like if you're like me, like I don't like, mm. uh, what's the word? Settling. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm not saying everyone does, but that was to, in my brain. That, that would be like, oh, I'm just going to do that for 10 months. Then what do I do? Yeah. Would you consider yourself much of a risk taker? Me? Yeah. 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 Right. He is. Well, yeah, definitely. Because I, well, I was football and rugby up until 16. Right. And I went, let's go and do some. Dance trick. Let's go and train at a full time dance college. Let's go and do just it. hard. Switch I could like, sing and act. Just hard switch like that. Like right? I was like, I, I I think I could do this easier than football. Uh, I, 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 in a way, and also I was enjoying it more. Right. I was getting more into the singing and acting. I hated dance. Like, I went to Wilkes on a under sixteens for from when I was about fifteen on a Saturday, and and they did dance, and I I hadn't learned to love it yet, but I was like watching people like um, Georgia and and Ricky and Bethan and they were insane. <laughs> I was like, wow, this looks fun, but I'll keep coming. But I was enjoying more the singing and acting. And then when I started college, it still took me two months to really get into dance and start loving mm-hmm. it. But then once I hit that, I was like, right, I'm in loving this. And I, I took, I think I took a risk in a way, pushing myself for being more a commercial dancer by the end, by the end of college. Actually, my first job was going off and doing a singer and I hadn't, and Wilkes back then our singing training wasn't as intense as what I think it is now. Mm. It was a very dance focused. So my first job was a risk because I was crap at harmonies. Mm. I was terrible at harmonies. And like you commercial dancers learn a show in a day, we were learning a show in a day, but this was harmonies. Mm. And I mm. was terrible at it. And I had the pressure of a, that I was going to get fired if I didn't learn them. And I, I learned that skill of learning harmonies mm. through being under pressure. Right. <laughs> um, and, and so that whole first job for me was a risk. And then coming back and, and doing a tour like Hairspray. I, I wouldn't say that was a risk because that was my, my comfort. I, I enjoyed that. But I've I've definitely taken other risks. Like, I've, depends how risky are we talking here. Well, so where I was going with this yeah. question was we're talking about how you liked diversity and like change every week. And then you talked about comfortability of 
being in a mm. show con- constantly. And I mean, in my head, you're an MT kid. So I'm yeah. thinking, are you a comfortable person or a, I want to change every week sort of right. person? Well, I'm just kind of bouncing off yeah. Yeah. your personality yeah. traits. I think knowing Ross, the difference is like between him and just most people is like, okay, he's just been a lead in like one of the biggest shows in the country. Yeah, he still trains. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of people, once they kind of get to that p- point where they're like, oh, I have a bit of a CV behind me now. I can audition for roles and I know like I'll do a good job at doing like at getting the roles and I have a CV to back it, which always helps. Like whereas Ross still like has singing lessons. He still goes and trains dance. He's still constantly trying to progress. Mm-hmm. Whereas I might be wrong. Hands up if I am. I'll always be the first one to admit I'm wrong. But I believe most people that when they get to that point, they don't keep investing in their training. They go, I'm this now. And mm-hmm. their job becomes their training. Mm-hmm. Mm. And for me, at the, I, th- I think actually probably the biggest risk for me is my uh, now where I'm at because I've been offered, I was offered two auditions where it was quite likely I would have gotten the job because of the, my connections within the creatives. Um, and then multiple other shows um, that I, I could have gone in um, maybe for an ensemble audition or, or, or a cover, but I'm taking the risk at the moment for probably the next year where I want to wait it out and and see if I can land something like a, a, a really great role in a, I don't know, a film, a, a national theatre right. or a lead in town. Something bigger. And that's what I'm doing. I'm taking a risk at the moment and focusing on training and, and waiting for my agent to get me the right audition to take me to where I next want to go. Mm. But I'm willing to sacrifice the next year to just train and l- try and level up. Giving yourself an off season. Yeah. To it's, progress. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because as performers, yeah. I always say that, like we never get an off season. Yeah. You never give yourself like time to go, oh, I'm going to not like do my craft and perform and I'm just going to invest in getting better. Yeah. Like we somehow have to juggle performing and getting better at the same time. Mm. Whereas mm. not many, not many things you do that. Like mm. football, you have an off season. Yeah, exactly. Like sports, you have an off season. Like where it's like physical. Whereas in what we do when it's physical, it's like you have to somehow be able to train to get better, train to prevent injury, and then mm. perform. Mm. And perform. Yeah. All in the same week, which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So going back, MT danceability versus commercial danceability. I think as a commercial dancer, you have the ability to adapt more. From what I can see, again, very outside perspective, commercial dancers have the ability to apply a lot more, like what you're saying, like flavor, texture, and are more moldable and adaptable. Yeah. And obviously, like, this is just a general consensus because, like, Jonathan Bishop would now be classed as MT and he would (coughs) roast everyone at everything. But his background, although he went to Tiffany's and was MT, his actual, like, legit dance training was dance to excess. Yeah. And from commercial background, that's what made his like his technical abilities fantastic from his MT side, but his actual dance like ability to execute movement and stuff like that is from his I believe from his commercial training. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And he's mm. carried it across. <clears throat> and Nina made a great point the other day, which she hasn't made today. But I was about to bring Nina into the fray. So you go and you go. Yeah, no, you go. No, you go. What, what? do you think? Because I guess you're you're stu- you're kind of in between both, right? Yeah. So you've just been to college with like people who want to do both, mm-hmm. and you're someone which maybe wanted to do one or the other. I think and like, they're good at both. Yeah. Like with my background, I felt doing commercial first helped me with my musical theatre, with my performance and my execution, because I felt like I don't know. With that training, I felt I gave more and I wasn't very like, I do this and then I do I-S-T-D this. ISTD jazz, whatever it is. And like, 
I just had that flavor from the commercial that I could adapt and put that to be different and stand mm. out in that way. Mm. That's what, like from my experience, like, and again, like I've never done a musical, but I have lots of friends in musicals, but I've taught so many dancers, like so many dancers from all different backgrounds and genres and people who are proficient at commercial or hip hop or street dance, whatever we want to label it, tend to be able to get better at the MT slash technical aspect of dance than the other way around because mm -hmm. they have more of an ability to adapt because people with a technical background, if you've done like lots of ballet and lots of jazz and you do your exams, which is normally your upbringing, right? If you're doing like technical dancing like jazz, normally your exam mm. based is training. You just do repertoire, you just do reps. You practice that one set or those routines or that thing for six months or a year so you can pass this grade. Whereas when you're in a street dance company or something, you're learning new choreo every week. Every week. So you're constantly learning the ability to adapt. Mm. So therefore mm. your brain is used to adapting. Whereas someone's brain who's used to practicing that tondu or that little paddle section in the jazz number, if you've only done that for a year and then you get thrown mm. something new, you're like, oh, new things to think about. Whereas the other way around, also, it happens. It's a different environment as well. Like if you're as a commercial dancer, like for example, like, well, training with angels, it wasn't very like, right guys, everybody be quiet. Like, let's just get on. Obviously we pay attention and we do the routine, but like we're all quite like pally and like up for a good time. Whereas, I mean, obviously I didn't, train in ballet as like a younger kid but i would feel it was very like everybody listen yeah do this structure. and then do this Way more structure. so like you're more relaxed in that sense and yeah. you're more free to just like let go and you're less worried of being perfect as such yeah obviously the singing and acting over wins because it's oh, more yeah. skills <laughs> so you like do you know what i mean but that's why i said that on a dance side because mm -hmm. singing and acting brings a whole new element to mm. the game I think as well, it's it depends. Just going when when I think when I trained at college in commercial dance, a lot of it was clean lines. We were being taught clean lines. So when I left and I came back off my first ship, I'd noticed that the industry had changed so much. The way it was so much about your own groove now, and you mm -hmm. you have to have your own flavour and bring that to the job. So I'm just wondering if the ballet trained or the jazz trained um, students when when they if we're going back to an industry about ten years ago, twenty years ago, mm -hmm. when it was a lot more clean lines and and choreography behind artists would have they been a lot better then mm. i don't know if Came i think of all, if i think of all the working dancers from that top, from that generation like i don't think of like do you think of mark webb as technical well from what i know i know, I know, I know, I know he's yeah. technical mm. experience yeah but like to me if you're a good like working commercial dancer like you have a bit of an understanding of everything mm. do you know what i mean or at least the ability to learn how to yeah yeah you know what i mean like that's what i'm saying it's adaptability yeah like i've never done like salsa before but i've done it on stage like <laughs> it's like give it a go <laughs> yeah it's like your ability to adapt and mimic what you see mm. no i i, I do agree that mm. i think because i think commercial dance is such a great um training base that i don't think i'd be where where i am without it um and i think it, it does make somebody stand out in an audition if they can have the ability to have the groove and the flavor and that and everybody always says to me, you know when a Wilkes dance is in an audition and you, and you also know when a Laney's in and you also know when a Nerdang mm. student's in because Wilkes are going to hit it and normally and, and go for full out like Laney will be super technical. Erdang's probably a mixture of both mm. of them. Yeah. Um, but I, th I, I, I 
think it's a an interesting one with the different because i know so many mt performers that can do what you're saying adapt mm. yeah. and that's why i think i'm finding hard to yeah. yeah but i think it's the same with commercial i know a lot of commercial dancers that can only just stay in their style but yeah, I, oh, yeah. But, but yeah. there's also mt performers that just stay yeah. in their style because um, like if you give like an mt dance break like to any working commercial dancer they'll be able to do it mm. because go and watch like uh gary barlow's last tour that lisa spence choreographed yeah it's commercial but it's very like mt-esque in in yeah. areas like there's that carry across that we have to do like i remember wearing a gold shirt doing <laughs> gypsy turns for mary burn or brian whatever her name is on x factor in clogs as a size 10 <laughs> like and i'm a seven like do you know what I mean yeah. like I was like oh what well, this is never what I imagined but <laughs> this is more empty like go and look at Kylie Minogue like it's very fossy driven which is a form of jazz which yeah. people use in MT. like do you know what I mean like mm. I think the carry across is big I just think as a commercial dancer you're constantly mm. you're constantly you're learning new vocabulary more often mm. which is why I believe it would make you more superior because you're constantly learning whereas in MT, like once you're on tour, like if you think of your whole cast, you're on tour, how many times did you learn something new? Mm. Not often, right? No, no, I, no, I agree. Uh, but on, that, on, on a dance yeah. base, because obviously singing and acting brings a whole new world into it and then you roast us. <laughs> yeah. Like, but that's no, only if you're good at singing and acting because some people yeah. in MT world don't sing and act either. No. They just dance. They're ensemble and they're not mic'd. So is it, I, I just, a working commercial dancer, how many people does that make up, do you reckon? in the commercial industry that work yeah like a working commercial dancer i think it depends what your class is working because that's I, what i, I always say like work, working doesn't like just because you've booked a job doesn't mean you're working like it mm. means you've worked because i'd say the working mt dancers could probably still i reckon they could roast a commercial routine yeah yeah the work, if we're talking about the working musical theater dancers so the people that are constantly working constantly booked. so you're thinking mm. of leah hill Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah but again working. Leah Hill so but I know a commercial but she was commercial dancer but this is the thing a load of because, MT just because <laughs> we're better <laughs> so we've also dominated your industry <laughs> and ours no but we all train at the same places hey, 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 don't we now in the heights the film how many MT dancers are in there none oh I'm uh, trying to think <laughs> I don't I don't know off the top of my head to be fair exactly I do <laughs> but Especially as a, as a current, what? I think if we look at history, like MT is more superior, right? Mm. Because it's been around, uh, but then... the art form has been around longer. But if we're going forwards and where we're at now and moving forwards, like commercial or hip hop is taking over the game. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. it's, 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 every, the for, it's the future, it's, it's the forefront yeah. because we're trying yeah. to make MT because it's dated and like your jukebox musicals and everything now, they all want, they all want yeah. things to be current. Yeah. Because they've not changed in like, like, the choreo with MT stuff, like say Wicked when it was choreographed, probably never fucking changed since day one. So no. it's not up to date. Whereas like with commercial or hip hop, whatever, we're constantly like revamping and trying to improve and trying to make it better. Yeah. Whereas with a musical, it's like they go back to a track that they did 20 years and go, oh, Sarah from Sheffield did it like this and we should do it how she did it because that was how it was originally done. They're not as open to like improve it whereas n and it's dated. So the younger generation are less inclined mm. to be intrigued and going to listen to like mamma mia or something because there's no relatability right mm. whereas they can relate to commercial dance because normally it's to a current music that they like 
So what I believe in MT world they're trying to do is revamp it and make it more modern and more accessible for a younger audience. Therefore, they're making the movement more urban. Mm. I don't know if I'm allowed to say the word urban when I say that, but more like up to date, more mm. current. So if they put like a pop in section in it, that's more relatable to them because a the kid yeah. might go diversity. Whereas when they watch their Fosse Padre section, like what's their reference? Mm. So going forwards, if you're trying to get into MT, I think you need to be more profound in commercial. I hate saying that, but hip hop yeah. styles because that's where it's going. Obviously, you want to have both, but if you're going to choose one or the other, like all the all the new stuff that's being made, what is it? Like think of six, Carriana Grugier, like and Juliet, right. and Juliet. Nina, like you've just come out of obviously college. Yeah. If you were to have trained in one. And only Ooh. one, which one would you have trained in? Well, Nina would do commercial. But you're also a big lover I, of MT, I right? I do love MT. It's like but it's what's, the, what's the likeliness of you being able to do both both skills from one style of dance? Well, commercial's coming more into the musical theatre world, I feel. I'm so yeah. We dominate. But, but <laughs> <laughs> we, we dominate, uh, baby. With commercial, what are we classing uh, commercial as? Well, this just is commercial the, well, jazz no, coming no, to no, the, Well, this is a whole new thing, because yeah. commercial isn't a style. Yeah, yeah right? it's, it's selling. Okay. Isn't commercial it? just means to sell. But we base it off what we know is like street jazz yeah. slash so anything out dance. of tech, train, tech training. Yeah. Anything out of that. Would because that be even my class has technical aspects to it. Like whenever we do a turn, like you spot and bring a foot to a retire or a coup de pied. Like there's still always technical implements. Mm. Mm. I still say the majority of shows in town at the moment though are jazz or MT choreograph based mm. though mm. instead of hip hop. But it is going that way. What's all the got... new all the new ones? But like, they have revamped shows like Mary Poppins. It was choreographed mm. by Matthew Bourne and Stephen Meir. They've done the recent version. Yeah. Uh, Wicked Germany. They just brought in a new. Oh, have they revamped? Have you seen the costume? Where no. they, they did it last year. I, I don't know how it did, actually. I haven't looked, but I remember seeing the original they press release of it and they had different modern costumes. It was quite Superman-y, I mm. thought. Um, but like shiny and it was really cool, actually. But yeah, they've like revamped that and it's more commercial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't We All Rock You always change it every year? Because they, they made it the Lady Gaga girls. Like... Um, Radio Gaga was like based oh, yeah. on Lady Gaga. Oh, really? I think they changed that a lot. Oh, and Simon Cowell, depending on what he's doing, they introduce him and so I don't know. Oh, I've um, never seen it. So they, I think musicals do revamp, but I think still the majority of shows that you have to have. Mm. I think it's coming back more as well. Like, because the Strictly tours are on at the moment and they're all obsessed with Fred Astaire and Gene Kelly, mm. all these styles are, are coming back, but they also, they do have a lot of commercial in these shows at the moment. They're, they are very mm. commercialized. Yeah, because that's, that's what the audience relate to. But I wonder if it's also because students and performers at the moment have lost the qualities that Gene Kelly used to dance mm. with and Stephen, where you could hold yourself and, and strictly, and but still have that, that ballet base is there. I still, I don't know whether there's enough performers out there that can do that. Well, well, it's because it's not being taught. Yeah, it's not dem there's no demand for yeah. it. Yeah, because the uh, people don't always get taught what there's mm. a demand for. Mm. That's kind of like the chicken versus the egg, though, right? You're saying that work is not being driven that way because people are not as well trained, and mm. then you're saying that people aren't being trained because there's no work in that. Yeah, yeah, no work, but less yeah, work. yeah. Mm. So like, yeah, they both. What, what came first? Was yeah. it just a? a well, it's, it's obviously phased out because it was once there. Mm. I think they would want it back, though. I don't know, what, just looking at some of the shows that have 
come out recently, it's all class classic shows like Carousel. Yeah. Um, anything goes. And I reckon, I think it is, I do think, because I find it, you know what, I have to really think to myself if I'm going back into a 1940s show to hold myself in that way. I have to really focus mm. in on that. It is really hard. Mm. Um, and I think it's, I think it is hard to come by performers that can do that yeah. and mm. sing and act mm. uh, like yeah. Gene Kelly can. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, P.S., I'm not against MT. I think they're most talented. <laughs> really? I think they're most talented people ever. We're gonna I'm just trying to make, I'm just trying to make, I'm just trying to make an interesting episode like, and um, for people to pitch no, their I, ideas in. No, mm. I, I agree with you. I think commercial dance is a great, I think it's because you just did that. The discipline you learn. I remember backing up the. You remember I said about those people that were saying this stuff about commercial dancers, and I don't think they realised that I was a commercial dancer. That's what I worked mm. as and trained as. I was like, you guys have no idea what these dancers go through and the drive they have to get to where they want to be. Mm. Um, and that's. I think that's the other thing in theatre that it's a lot longer process to learn something. And if and because they follow the equity rules, we're like, if we don't have our equity tea break at this time. <laughs> Or well, that's a win. Okay, if yeah. Get, if you get more time, that's a that makes us more superior, but it makes your job more yeah. fun. like not more fun, but better. I always think that when I'm doing an MT job, sometimes I'm like, God, it's too, we're doing a whole number and it's what a day. I remember we've just done a whole number in a day. Like as, when I was doing, I'm trying to think of it, I did Electric Dream Dreams years ago, and Rachel K was teaching us. We'd learn three numbers a day, yeah. <laughs> and it would be full out choreo. Okay, here's a question: Do you think it's harder? What do you think is harder to become a successful commercial dancer or a successful MT dancer? Dancer? Uh, career. Because like successful to career. be a successful lead is fucking very hard. Mm. But to be an ensemble. Yeah, we talked about that. That's what we should be comparing mm. really is ensemble versus working dancer. Because that requires <coughs> the same skill set. Yeah. You know what I mean? With the ability, to, it's, it's again that ability to cover. Just because I know most of the shows at the moment, because producers are working with a tighter budget, they want most of the ensemble to be able to cover. Yeah. And so that is an added skill at the moment that you need. You can be the best dancer in the hip hop dancer in the room for M. Juliet, but if you can't sing Romeo, mm. which is yeah. It's My Life and stuff like that. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Kieran Lai couldn't sing it. Yeah, yeah he was, um, but he was the, the, the locking track, wasn't he? I yeah, think. the one that nobody can do. Um, <laughs> like generally nobody can do that's yeah. what he's it. he's left now hasn't he yeah, yeah. Um, I'm good so that's the cast I really wanted to see I'm going to go watch the new cast but I didn't get to see that cast he's got Kiala Seattle in the, oh, yeah. from Greatest Showman and stuff like that bearded lady Oh. This is me. She's in there. Bearded lady. Oh, Bearded lady. My auntie. But right, we'll go. We'll, we can go with though that they're ensemble music like i feel like that's a that's a more easier dancer. match isn't it like because yeah. that removes the the super a bit of the singing, singing acting a bit a bit yeah. <laughs> go on nina no. what was your question my, my opinion <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it harder to be successful in as a, a commo- i said as originally as a commercial I, like, or an empty i, I also empty performer is that a better question? You, it, it depends on what what level of a dancer we're going at or performer we're going at, right? Someone because who can make a full time wage. But but again, but. hear me out. Come, on. sorry, peeps. Full time dancer on a cruise ship, not that hard. Just saying. Full time dancer in a West End show, or full time dancer on tour with Little Mix, pretty hard. Okay, I'm tr- <laughs> so so like. Because you can be a commercial dancer on a cruise ship, but like as a boy, 
like girls is hard because there's seven thousand of you but like as a boy like i've seen like no hate a little bit of hate i've seen some boys on like cruises where you're like you would never like you'd never be back you would never be a back in dancer for an artist Right. But you've got a full-time job on a cruise ship. Good for fucking you. Yeah. Okay. You found your niche. So you would also never be an ensemble in the West End. So what's the scalable measurement? A certain wage cap? Are you making 30 plus K a year? Are you making no, 18 K a year? cruise ships will win. <laughs> right. And they have the lowest ability, but they make the most money. I think that's the thing. If you want to be a cruise ship dancer, though. That's avoidance, though, right? Uh, yeah. We're, not, we're, we're talking, like, literally, like, the money that the accommodation. Goes stuff yeah. like that. You're not paying for food, accommodation on the ship. Yeah. But how much are you getting... But paid not how much profit how much you're getting paid is that a way of scaling it i don't know for me the scalability is the quality of work you're doing because like i i've mm. okay yeah like the like what you want to be doing as well yeah it's got to be a mixture isn't it yeah i don't know if there's i don't i don't know if there's like a straight way of like quantifying what is yeah this but like we all know like when yeah. you see the person dancing or you see the artist you know mm. you know what i'm saying like, you just, you know, <laughs> like you can look and you can be like, they're a five out of 10 and I can look and be like, they're a 10 out of 10. Okay. So you're doing a seven out of 10 job. Okay. So a seven out of 10 <laughs> is like an, like that's a majority of people who make, who make money from performing. I think they, they fall between like a six and an eight. Mm-hmm. That's that's the bracket they fall in. Mm. But I'm talking about not quality of dance, but work, like jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Both. So if like little well, mix back in dance is a 10 out of 10, let's yeah. say. Mm. and then oh, I can't think but like a 7 out of 10 commercial job versus a 7 out of 10 like mm. I don't know why I pointed you for probably like empty but I think like if you're comparing of which one is if you're saying harder to get into it depends on the person because I think if you've got the right drive you could do either or mm. at the right level not the answer he wanted at all but, sorry but, 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 we so both, but we both <laughs> if, if i put all my effort into ensemble and i went i'm gonna do my singing i'm gonna do my acting i'm gonna do my dance and i'm gonna do that and i'm gonna do ensemble but then if i went no i'm gonna focus on commercial and do okay that. perfect what would be harder though if you were to put all of your effort into one basket which one would be harder for you to become successful for a seven out of ten mm. job category? <laughs> <laughs> I can't make answer my question. This is what I'm trying to go with. Sure. For me, I'm thinking oh. if I commercial. put, if I I think put so. all my work into being a commercial dancer, I think I could work. Like if I put all my effort, but because I mix with what I want to do and mm. where I want to be and I don't want to get injured. <laughs> so a lot of the things <laughs> that I think of, because if I got my trick in right back up to where I used to be, I could, I reckon I would, could work as a commercial dancer and if I trained for the next year and just drilled it back up, I, I think I, I could. But do you know, I think b- being commercial dancer, I think it's, it's harder. I think you've got to have a lot more self drive, a lot more. Yeah. You've got, you've got to also arrange your schedule, which is hard in itself because you're multi you're having about four agents you're working with and then your own work you've got to make sure that you haven't double booked anything uh and you've and triple booked yeah <laughs> is that what you've done <laughs> have you done that and then gone i'm so sorry <laughs> i still do it now for tea i do it all the time yeah and i i think that you've got you've got to have so much more self you've got to think for yourself a lot more right because when you're in a musical theater contract you're there for 10 months or yeah, yeah. a year and you've got a company manager telling you what to do every day yeah and i've i'd but right. but then when you're out of work, I do think it's you're back in the commercial dancer ring where it's 
really hard. I think. Okay. Yeah. So we're agreeing that to be successful, it was hard to become a success. <laughs> I think there's you less as well. I think there's less constantly earning commercial dancers than musical theatre. Yeah. Okay. Because once you land, like as we said earlier, once you land in a contract, you're there for a long period yeah. of time. For Whereas m- when you land in a commercial job, you you could be there for a day. <laughs> and I think a lot of commercial dancers have to have a side hustle as well. From what I see, mm. they have to teach, or they, mm. they or they do. Uh, spin classes or, or something. Or they wear a thong at stripper clubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't degrade. Yeah. Don't degrade those hard-earning dancers. I always think that. <laughs> Are there a lot of commercial dancers that literally just do commercial dance? Like, I can... Fi- I f- in my head, I think of about 20 that I think there, probably just do commercial dance and Yeah, live. there are. Like, if you took teaching out of it as well. Yeah. That's yeah, there are. But, so if we put them against ensemble, they're a way higher earner. Mm. So if yeah. you're talking about like Jay Ravel back in the day before he was a choreographer and he was just a dancer, motherfucker worked every week. Mm. Every week. Like every single job, he was mm. on it. Like Anthony Kay back in the day. Oh, yeah. Psh. So what? Ain't no ensemble job like that. They did everything. Slight off topic question then. What made them like the highest working dancer? The hardest working. They're the high. Like, how, what got them all the jobs? They're both beautiful. Beautiful. As in, like, <laughs> physically beautiful. Well fit. Why? They're both extremely talented. But like, they're really good looking people. Like, he looks like a god. Like Anthony <laughs> looks like a god. <laughs> literally goddess. looks like a god. Like he, a god. He's literally like a god. Like I'm, I always think he should be an Avenger. Right. Like if you Google BBK or Anthony K, whatever, yeah. you look at him, you'd be like, how are you not an Avenger? <laughs> he snotted halfway across the room in our class when he whipped his head because he was so full out. And he looked at it and we all still thought he was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> even his snot. Even his snot was beautiful. Real tag him. Sorry, BB, I hope you don't think I'm a creep. <laughs> but we were like, wow. <laughs> and Jay was just like, good at his job. Right. Good looking. Great with the top off. Tick the box. Like girl dancers, like Katie Collins, Lisa Spence, Jenny Griffin, like all these motherfuckers. They'd be, they'd and they had great dance ability as well. I'm they, sure that helped a bit. Oh, oh no, 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 but what I'm saying is like they're the most working. Like yeah, when yeah. I think of the most working that yeah. wouldn't need to do something else, like these, they work. Yeah. And like, but I also think you could put all them in a musical and they'd learn it in about a day. Right. So it's just like God's gift combination. They're amazing dancers, but they're, they're just stunning. They're just phenomenal talents. Right. The rare breeds. Yeah. Um, so commercial wins, yeah? No, we're missing out <laughs> acting and singing here again. <laughs> this is going to be a debate that never ends. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's a never ending yeah. one. I just thought it'd be yeah. a fun topic. It's, yeah, it's not. Yeah. yeah, I think it is a good topic. Because you hear it all the time now. Like, well, uh, w- one thing I will say, we're MT wins. Before you carry on talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, MT wins, longevity. Ah, uh, okay, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. MT yeah. wins in longevity because mm. bitch, you can still be eighty-five and be on stage in musical theatre, but you ain't gonna be no eighty-five-year-old twerker behind Kylie. Mm. Maybe me. I might still look like a baby. True. Only height-wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Longevity. Okay. I, I longevity would say MT. Of career. That's interesting. But again, not as just a dancer. It would have to be the full MT package. Yeah. Mm. But longevity. Yeah, like we as a guy in my um in hairspray with me called paul and he started off um trained at lanes and then in 1921 as, yeah we're go- <laughs> <laughs> no, not that old I think he, i'm not gonna say how old he is but, 45 but he's 52 um and he started off as a like a really amazing like dancer and and he was he, he did loads of like ensemble jobs and then he went into directing choreographing and then he came back and now does 
like roles in, in musical theatre. So he's playing the male authoritative role in, in Hairspray and 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 he was like the the dad in Joseph and but he's so he's great because we'd start you cancel at the beat rehearsals and he'd be there going cut, 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 so clean and he'd go, I'm Elaney, darling. <laughs> but he's just like middle-aged guy and he's roasted us like with how clean he is how full out he is yo do you know what he's had longevity there (laughs) what i would love to do is get like i choose my top like three uh commercial dancers and maybe you could choose top three like mt dancers and make them learn each other's styles let's do that make them learn each other's tracks let's arrange it like learn each other's <laughs> tracks and then we'll we'll have like judges mark them who gets and we could be oh my team. god i've made a tv show we can be team, <laughs> <laughs> we could be team captains there we go we take yeah, it I'm all right let's do it let me talk to itv <laughs> no self-funded yeah. self-funded Dean's, Dean's now's youtube channel we've got 130 <laughs> describe, subscribers yeah, but i think we're nearly 140 now let's go <laughs> Maybe even even 150. Once we really, once we get to 200, da- Jake's gonna release a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe topless. <laughs> Maybe topless. Right? How many subscribers are you on now? Oh, I don't even. 152. Let's go. Yeah, but we've got like 400 and something thousand downloads on Apple. Yeah, no, we're successful in other places. So all right. <laughs> it's actually weird because we it was me slapping my shoes. Oh. Um, we based like subscribers on YouTube. As like how well we're how doing, well we're but doing. you know, actually, no one thing. watches. Yeah. No one watches podcasts. We put all this effort into visual stuff, and everyone's listening, probably thinking, "I can't see fuck all in this car." Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Or you, Most like of our listeners are Spotify. But I think iTunes. people forget to subscribe, don't they? Or they just type. Oh, we you still in. see their views. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. do you, I bet the views are good though? No, it's no. like hundred. But with listeners, like downloads. Right. Yeah. It's because people can do things when they listen. Yeah, I, 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 you watch podcasts because you're weird. Yeah, I, <laughs> if I'm like eating. <laughs> He's saying that while I was filming. But the difference is he'll watch a podcast whilst doing something else. Yeah, I'd be like eating so, dinner or something. So like. he's not watching it, right? right. He's listening to it. But it's just I'm like watching and listening. Yeah, and but also you're doing like your fucking whatever your seven other thousand jobs are on your laptop because you it, basically <laughs> in, his, in his room he's got like seven screens. Three. It, look, it looks like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it, looks, it, looks, it looks like Tony Stark's fucking basement. Like, and he's like, so he'll have probably. I bet he's watching a podcast on that, and he's working. He's got four X up or some shit on this one, some cryptocurrency. Yeah, yeah. And then he's looking at like how to stencil on clothes on this one. <laughs> Like, so he's not really watching that. But the difference is I'm driving and I can't watch because I'll die. <laughs> so I listen. Until we get a Tesla. Until we get a Tesla. Until we get a Tesla. Or a chauffeur. And she learns to drive. <laughs> 100%. See how I went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times, guys. I think that concludes our episode. Well, that was good. It does. Ross. Yo. If, um, ooh, and you. Huh? And you. If aliens wow. come from outer space. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. If aliens <laughs> come from outer space and said to each one of you individually, mm. took you in a room, tied you up, looked a bit like this, um, <laughs> <laughs> tied you up, sat you on a couch and said, if you don't give me the best, the best dancer on earth and they don't pass our test, I will kill you all. Who would you give? Wow. Oh, that's a really big question. The best dancer on earth? Earth. Has to be alive though, no dead folk because they've already taken them. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, you're involved. I'm just trying to think. You can say me. It's all right. Best dancer. Are we t- yeah, that's. You don't have to know them. Like, like personally, obviously, you have to know who they are to say who they are. But. 
Who would you say? No, I don't. I'm. I, I'll do it after you guys. Okay. But I feel uh, like you're gonna give these guys a little bit of inspo. Yeah, but that's why I'm not doing it. Oh, it's trying to remember their names. Some of them. It's one of those. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. Can't be that good if you don't remember their name. I know, but that's the. I can imagine them dancing, and then I'm like, no, maybe not. I'm gonna put out Jonathan Bishop because he can do everything. Solid. I think he'd let us. He'd keep us alive. Nice. Solid show. Um, yes, Johnny. I don't feel like I know enough about other styles other than commercial. So I just do what you know, bro. It's for you. It's not for the, everyone else's opinion. It's for you. Pressure's on you. It's if you give a shit you one. You die. That's your, that's your problem. <laughs> 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 everyone else dies. We all die. If we, we all die. die. The whole oh. world. The whole world oh. dies. But you can't like give one that you don't. You have to be true to you and believe yeah. you. This is your opinion. No, it's not for everyone else's opinion. Fuck's sake, Ross. Come on. <laughs> I, I, Sean Lou. Ooh. I was thinking Sean, you know, I was actually Sean. Just because he does like hit everything. Yeah. Really, really. And well. he tells story and he's got all the textures and everything. Yeah. Oh, I, I would say him, but. Yeah, you can. You can both give Sean Lou if you want. <gasps> Do you know what? I, I want to go totally different here. Go on. I'm going to go, and you're probably not going to like me for it, but I'm going to go for it. Derek Hoff. <laughs> I'm going to go totally different. Just going to go there. I think for the performance. You'll aspect. save us. <laughs> You'll save us. <laughs> you fucked you us. You fucked us. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say because I thought Sean Liu was standard. I was no, like, Derek, I was, he I is, Derek is phenomenal at what he does. I was just, yeah, that's what I was thinking. The performance aspect. I thought I'd go I said dancer, it. not performer. But he is <laughs> he's fantastic at what he does. We're all dead. Thanks, guys. Paid up. Okay. <laughs> Your answer? My answer. See, my normal answer I can't give anymore for reasons that we can't publicly. I don't want to publicly talk about. So mine would now be. Nick Bass. Oh. Okay. I thought you were going to say Misha. Nick Bass. Mm. Nick Bass would be mine. He is very good. He, he can do everything. Mm. Could do MT. Could do ballet. What's he do at the moment? Teaches dance in a mm. little dance school in DC. Retired. Nice. He was on tour with Justin Timberlake and halfway through just went, I don't want to do this anymore. I left. Really? Like that. Yeah. That's how good he is. Find someone better. <laughs> Fade out. Wait. <laughs> Do you want to do the orders of fading us out? Go. What do I do? Just, I don't know. Can you like give us like a nice song being like, goodbye? <laughs> you probably had a question. Goodbye. Oh, Beautiful. That was lovely. There you go.